All right, welcome to episode two of the Photography Book Club. I'm your host, Derek, and with me is my dog, Kimchi. Kimchi, say hello. Say hello. Oh, yeah, hello. Kimchi just shook my hand there. She wants to say hello to me, not to you. All right, so today I'm going to be talking about The Americans by Robert Frank. Um, The Americans, if you don't already know... uh, is a book published in 1957 in France and then published in the United States in 1958. Uh, possibly one of the most hated photography books ever to come out, at least at first. And, of course, now it's recognized as a classic and is uh, highly influential in photography today. Um, more importantly, though, it was maybe an influence for an entire generation of photographers uh, in the 60s and 70s and onwards. So pretty much every generation of photographers since this book came out have been probably influenced one way or the other, Uh, especially in the field of documentary, um, social landscape, um, you know, photorealism, straight photography, street photography, Pretty much all of those genres, you know, except this book is as a classic and as an influence. So let's dive right in. Um, <clears throat> at, rather than talk about the book itself, um, I want to talk more about how people react to the book. Um, for me, I, I was born in 79, to give you some context, and I grew up watching TV in the 80s and watching movies, you know, and the 1950s were always kind of painted as this great time in America. Um, And, you know, if you paid attention during the last election, you're pretty familiar with the whole make America great again thing because, you know, for middle-class white Americans, there's this perception that that those were the glory years. You know, it was the golden, golden era for... Americana. And in some respects, that's, you know, true. I mean, if you look at things from that era, like cars and Airstream motorhomes and cameras, you know, design-wise and architecture-wise, from like the Art Deco period all the way up until, you know, the 60s when things got kind of crazy. You can thank LSD probably. You know, it, it was a beautiful time diners, you know, red chairs with white piping and, you know, the interiors of cars, even juice squeezers. Everything was just really aesthetically pleasing, you know. And that was my perception of the 1950s. You know, cool guys like John Travolta walking around with leather jackets and white T-shirts, you know, and uh, West Side Story and La Bamba and, like, all these things were around. And Greece, you know, it just seemed like such a cool time if you were a white, middle-class American, right? Uh, maybe not such a good time for everybody else, but we didn't really talk about that. Uh, the civil rights stuff learned about as I got a little bit older, you know, and that mostly talked about the 60s. It didn't really talk about civil rights in the 50s. So I just wasn't really aware. Um, fast forward, you know, you get into photography. I got into photography in high school, and it wasn't really a book I was hip to in high school. Um, there's a lot of other photographers that I was into, 
somehow I never really learned about the Americans. They didn't talk about it in my photography class. And I learned about a lot of stuff on my own, but this was something that I missed. It wasn't until the, the late 2000s when, uh, I think it was late 2000s, when I got onto Flickr and got into street photography. And I kept hearing about Robert Frank and the Americans. And at the time, I didn't know how to get a hold of a copy. Um, it wasn't until I was actually staying over at a friend of a friend's house after going to a uh, concert up in Silver Springs, Maryland, that I actually got to look at my first copy of it. And, you know, when you see the images, you know, as standalone images and an article that you read about, you, you kind of get an idea of, of what the images look like. But that's not going to tell you the full story. Um, really, the only way to get the f full story is to own a copy of the book. It's not really a book you can borrow, glance through, and then give back. Because, for me at least, every time I look through the Americans, I get something different out of it. And it probably says more about myself than the book itself. And I think that's probably the genius of, of Robert Frank, is that everybody that sees it sees something different. You know, it's like when you read a, uh, a Robert Frost poem, and, you know, it may mean one thing to you and something totally different to somebody else. And that's the beauty of poetry. I use poetry as an example because, you know, if you read back on articles and interviews, you know, Robert Frank considers this a visual poem. Uh, my understanding is that, you know, he had a Guggenheim grant and he spent a couple years traveling around the United States in a, you know, early 50s Ford sedan with a Leica camera and a bunch of rolls of Kodak Triacs. And he shot something like 28,000 rolls. So if you do the math, 28,000, no, I'm sorry, 28,000 images. I don't know how many rolls of film that is. Divide that by 35 or 36. <clears throat> you got an idea of how many rolls of film that is. But something like 28,000 images. And when he sequenced it, he distilled that down to 87 or 83. Um, 83 images to tell his story and to tell America's story. Um, if you don't know, Robert Frank wasn't born in America. Uh, he actually is Swiss and moved to America as an adult to become a photographer, or to work as a photographer, rather. So he's working as a photographer. He's well-versed in studio photography and the, the technical aspects of photography. Um, when he wrote his letter to Guggenheim and applied for it uh, under the encouragement of Walker Evans, he said that he was going to you know, document America. And with Walker Evans as his mentor, putting in a good word for him, I, I think that they were expecting something a little bit different, um, which is a good segue into another book. Uh, let me pause here for a second and grab that. All right, I'm back, and I got a copy of the other book. Rather than segue to that right now, I think what I'll do is uh, continue talking about the Americans and how that relates to Walker Evans and Walker Evans' book, American Photographs, which was published by the Museum of Modern Art. So 
getting back to the story on, on the Americans. Um, yeah, so it goes around, takes these pictures. All right, so after he takes all these pictures, he makes a bunch, you know, goes through his contact sheets, makes a bunch of working prints, and then lays them all out in his apartment, on the walls, on the floor, and there's photos of this. Um, and he puts them together to, to make the book. Uh, so the book was a little bit unique for, for its time, but Walker Evans' American Photographs kind of a similar book and to my knowledge he's never come out and said it but you can see in some of the sequencing and some of the content that obviously it was inspired uh, the books were pretty similar in size as far as I understand maybe a little bit different format um, with Walker Evans being in the it looks kind of squarish to uh Maybe like more of a, I don't want to say a four by five format, but closer to the, the golden ratio. Whereas my copy of the Americans is the other way, where the, the, the base of the book is longer than the, the side. But um, yeah, a lot of similarities in content um, between the two books. And you can, you can tell that you know, I won't say it's an homage, but Robert Frank was definitely somehow influenced pretty heavily by uh, Walker Evans' work in American Photographs. And I'm sure if you do your homework, there's probably, uh, you know, some, some better references to that out there um, from people that have actually studied. You know, I'm not studying. I'm just a person who likes photography and photography books. Um, I'm not a college grad, so... I'm sure that if you do your homework and you're interested in finding that out or reading people's theories about it, it's probably out there. I know I've seen a few articles on it and I think even a college thesis on it, but don't quote me on that. So yeah, getting back, I kind of went on a tangent there, but getting back to the Americans, um, you know, as standalone images, some of them are as street photography, you know, they really say a lot, um, and they speak to you, but like, depending on who the viewer is, they're going to all speak differently. You know, he tackled some things that you weren't going to read in life magazine, uh, more than likely, you know, and they weren't polished photos. You know, sometimes the horizon line is off. Sometimes the, the highlights are blown out. Some of them are granny as all get out, and Robert Frank did crop. I know there's a lot of street photographers out there that, you know, of the school of Winograd that thinks that, you know, cropping's a bad thing. Um, Robert Frank, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the quote in front of me, but pretty much said, you know, those aren't my rules, I don't need to abide by them. Uh, when his contact sheets and his working prints came out, you know, a lot of people saw that he wasn't afraid to crop something out to get the image that he wanted for his book. And I think that's the thing that all the political science stuff and, you know, all that commentary aside, uh, which is important, but, you know, as a photographer, the thing that I get the most out of the Americans is that you have to tell your own story. 
And it's okay to be influenced by people that have come before us. And, you know, he had the advantage of only having, a f- you know, a few decades of contemporary photographers that he was following. Uh, we're following generations. You know, he was shooting in the 50s. That was 70 years ago. So it's really hard to find something that hasn't already been done a hundred times. But that's okay because your image may be similar to something else, but it's your image. You know, that place and time, that moment that you froze can't be repeated. Uh, Of course, it can be similar, but it's always different and it's always yours. So don't be afraid to go out and shoot trolleys or jukeboxes, or crosses on the freeway, um, you know, yeah, of course, it's all been done before, but it was done when he did it, and, you know, Walker Evans may have not even been the first to do it, you know, the barber chair, the barber shop with the screen door, you know, iconic images that, that you know, if you're into this type of photography, you're probably aware of, and if you're not, you know, some of most of the stuff that I'm going to talk about on this show is probably pretty boring um, unless you're passionate about it. You know, I'm not going to talk about Ansel Adams and probably not going to talk a lot about Weston um, and photographers like that. Uh, nothing against them or that style of photography. Uh, you know, they're obviously some of the best, if not the best, in their era from a technical standpoint. But for me, you know, my interest is in photographers that are saying something. And I guess everybody's trying to say something, but you know, they're it's it's social commentary. It's a look at, you know, the human condition. Um, you know, the the majestic landscape is beautiful and the print of the majestic landscape is you know, beautiful in its own way. And, you know, from a conservation standpoint, maybe that's what they're saying, is this preserve this, you know, fantasy, great American landscape out west. To me, the Americans is a lot more real. And it's important to document this because, you know, had these photographers not gone out and took pictures of America from their perspective, my generation might think that America was just, you know, happy days, the fawns and diners and, you know, everybody was, was like the cleavers, you know, without the poverty and the, um, segregation, you know, the, the disparity between people with, with wealth and people without. You know, and that's the importance of a document. So keep documenting, you know. And then the power of putting those in a sequence and putting them in a book or a zine, you know, even a Tumblr page, um, any sort of a media outlet where people can view it, you know, having that sequence and being able to tell your story or to you know, write your visual poem, if you will. Um, you know, that's, that's powerful stuff. And, you know, I'm grateful that photographers like Walker Evans and Robert Frank did what they did. 
you know, to name two. And there's obviously just, you know, an endless amount of, of inspirational photographers that, that came before us that I could talk about. But uh, those are the ones I'm talking about today. So, yeah, that's how the Americans uh, inspires me and, you know, sometimes repulses me. Uh, sometimes it's a hard book to look at. Um, you know, there's, there's 87 stories in there, and some of them are sad. Some of them are, you know, bittersweet, and it, it's, it's an amazing book. Um, <clears throat> so I, I put it out there on the Instagram page about, you know, if you have any, any uh, feelings about this book or how has this book inspired you or, you know, do you think maybe it's overrated because some people actually do, you know, to make comments. Uh, didn't get any comments or feedback, so you're only hearing my opinion today. Um, if you want your opinion to be read on the air or you want to have a discourse or discussion or debate, reach out. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram at Photography Book Club. Or, uh, yeah, we'll just start with that. Just DM me on that, and we can go from there. And if you ever want to do a call-in and have a discussion about a book in real time, I would love that. So feel free to reach out, and maybe we can set that up. But uh, that's it for now. I appreciate you listening, all eight of you. And until next time, thanks.